Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Keith, and thank you so much for being a listener on the Beat Heart Healthy Homes Radio. I'd like to give you an opportunity to investigate your own care, your own well-being, and feel a level of empowerment and ability to take action, resolve symptoms, and be strong. One of the things I thought about when I created the categories of care are the general categories of care that a human being needs to stay healthy and well. You know, in these difficult times, one of the things we need to make sure we're doing is keeping our immune system up to speed. If you haven't yet looked at protection and immunity, please go through that category of care. And for your own well-being, make sure you're scoring well. Make sure that you are not experiencing a significant level of symptoms in that category of care. If you are, please take the assessment and begin to get yourself strong. Remember, the best defense is a good offense. Focus on health, not disease and the results will amaze you. Hello everybody, this is Dr. Keith and welcome to another episode of The Wake Up Call. I'm going to begin talking about two things that you might not think are related at all, but they are actually essentially related and I want to begin to give you a greater sense of awareness, enlightenment, and empowerment around your ability to digest and your ability to have relationships. Now I know you might be thinking, how the heck is digestion related to relationships? What they share in common is the nature of bonding, bonding. Things need to be bonded together. Molecules bond together, people bond together, relationships have certain bonding patterns. And the way that relates to digestion is if you have a problem with bonding, okay, sometimes you hold on to bonds too long, sometimes you're afraid to make bonds, sometimes you're afraid to break bonds. And the way you interact in your bonding pattern within relationships can directly affect the way you digest your food. If you don't want to make bonds, a lot of times you won't break things down. You won't get involved. You'll stay out of things that you truly need to experience to go through transformation and change. If you have a hard time breaking bonds, a lot of times you'll stay in relationships too long, relationships that aren't healthy, relationships that are clearly showing you that you're not getting what you need out of them. Now, you may have never been brought to this awareness, but trust me, it's shown itself to be true in healings and in how I see people go through transformation and change every day. We need to learn how to be in relationships and be available to make bonds and break bonds. We need to know how to change the bonds of a relationship. Sometimes relationships are born in a certain way. For example, sometimes the initial bond we share with somebody is a friendship, and then we find that relationship turning into a romantic situation. We have to be willing to change that bonding pattern. We are bonding not as a friend in that moment. We are bonding in a romantic way. And we have to let the original relationship go through a dissolution or a breaking of the bond so that that new relationship can can be born and come into its new bonding pattern. Now, the opposite is also true. Sometimes we're in a romantic relationship with someone, a marriage, so to speak, and that marriage goes through a divorce or a separation. We need to not see that as the end of the relationship in finality. We need to look at that relationship as something going through a change. I'm using these as examples, but we, they're just examples of bonding. Here's some more examples. Sometimes we bond to our children as children. We bond to them as infants. We bond to them as adolescents. We bond to them. 
And if we stay in that bonding pattern, we never do what I call updating our parent files, which means we never stop to realize that the bond we had with them when they were three or five years old is not the bond we're having with them when they're 10 or 12 years old. And the bond we had with them when they were 12 years old is not the bond we're meant to have with them when they're 18. And we have to be willing to break that bond we had with them as an infant or an adolescent or a toddler and have a current bonding relationship with where they're at so that they feel a sense of equality in that relationship. This is one of the biggest reasons I find that parents have conflict with children. The parental idea of where that child is is not matching up with the true nature of where that child is existing at. And there's a conflict and the old bonding pattern causes a stress on those bonds. And a lot of times that stress in that relationship bonding pattern is what causes conflict and causes actual rebellion. If a parent and a child can agree on new bonding patterns and agree on the mutual responsibility that comes from those new bonding patterns, they can literally enjoy a lifetime of relationship that's always changing, always growing, always mutually ending a way of bonding and beginning a new way of bonding. Now what this also opens within all types of relationships is new ways to bond. In other words, let's say that when a father was bonding with his child when he was young, he bonded by going through sporting events. Or when a mother bonded with her daughter, she bonded through going through dance. And I know these are just classic examples, but I'm just using them to make a point. As those children grow out of those activities, if we hold on to that bonding pattern, all we feel is loss. Oh, I don't get to go to the games anymore. Oh, I don't get to go to the recitals anymore. Instead, if we're aware that bonding patterns need to change, we can proactively have conversations with people in our life, in this case, children, and say, okay, well, I, I respect that you're not playing soccer anymore. I respect that you're not doing this anymore. What are the things we can do next to have our bonding pattern evolve and continue? I understand this time of our bonding and this situation is over. What can we do to cultivate new bonding patterns together? and we begin to share different levels of interest and this allows relationships to grow and evolve and stay current and I just gave you some examples but it applies to friendships it applies to marriages it really applies to any type of relationship you're in you should always be looking at what bonds in that relationship needs to be broken and changed so that it can grow and ironically it's if you're willing to break the bonds that need to be broken you actually give a relationship a much greater chance of lasting a longer time when you hold on to the way things are, which is a holding on to an insane principle of permanence, you are ignoring the obvious principle of impermanence. Everything is here to go through change, and, and change involves breaking bonds and making bonds. It doesn't necessarily mean the end of that person in your life. It means being open to a new beginning of a relationship in their life that honors where you're at and changing and where they're at and changing. And we find that mutual ground to have a relationship with each other. I think this is such an important concept to introduce into the way humanity is interacting as a species right now. Okay, the way we're interacting with each other based on income, race, color, creed, whatever, we have to let go of these old bonding patterns that we've had with each other based on these old archaic insights of how it's supposed to be. And we have to bring in that beautiful concept that I teach in the practice, which is the I don't know concept. We have to be open every moment to saying, I don't know how I'm supposed to be in this situation, but let me see what's open and what's best. And then we bond to what's best, and we bring in a bonding pattern of what's best. And that's always going to include some things being broken down, and that's always going to include some new things coming in. Now, this is a pretty cool concept that I'm bringing up to you, but I want to circle back around and help you understand what I meant by digestion. In order to release the energy from what you eat, 
your system has to break the bonds. It liberates the energy in a source of food or nutrition by breaking the bonds of that and in breaking them and digesting them, the energy that is inherently in that food source is liberated into your system and you use that energy to move forward. Now think about that. If we have to break the bonds of our food to liberate the energy in order for us to move forward, can you see how beautifully that goes with what I just taught you? We have to be willing to break the bonds of a relationship in order to liberate the energy of that relationship so the relationship can move forward, you see? These things are universal concepts. We have to be willing to break bonds, liberate, in order to move forward. Liberate. We have to be able to break bonds to liberate in order to move forward. It isn't about breaking up and being bitter or angry or upset. It's about being willing to break a bond that is restraining, holding back liberation and change breaking that bond so that there can be liberation and change, but not doing it for selfish reasons, doing it because we're open to what's in the highest good, what's best for this relationship, what's best for me in this relationship, and also what's best for this other person in this relationship, and how can I literally receive intuitive guidance, apply the principles of the practice, and be an instrument of change in this relationship, as well as this instrument of change in the relationship with all things around me. So think about this. Next time you're having bloating, next time you're feeling like food sitting, sitting in your stomach too long, next time you're feeling like you're stagnant in a relationship, whenever you feel like you're sitting in something too long and you're not feeling a sense of satisfaction or you're not feeling like you or the other person is really getting what you're supposed to get out of it, look at what bonds might need to be broken and how you can reestablish those bonds in a way that's healthy and good for all parties involved. Enjoy the wake-up call, everybody. It's been great spending a moment with you and bonding and also releasing the old bonding patterns within us. Take care. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Keith, and welcome to the Beat Heart Healthy Homes Radio. One of the most important tools I offer on the Heart Healthy Homes site is the Holistic Healing Assessment. If you haven't taken a minute to take that assessment, please do so. It will offer you valuable insight and guidance into where you can improve your own health. Take power over your own health. Gain the wisdom, knowledge, and insight. And then take action and begin a path to total health and well-being.